Do you think that people actually think the crust is the best part of the bread? Um, that's a tough one. Why, you don't think so? I don't know. My mom always says that's the best part, but I think she just said that so I would eat it. I think a, a bite with both crust and softy is uh, the superior when it really? comes to a sandwich. I think the center is best. I've got a question for you. Is it false or true? Is it fill in the blank? Are there options to rank? Nothing serious. Mostly just curious. Mona and Derek's for show. Hello, I'm Mona and this, this is, is Derek. And we are here to quiz each other and a friend. Yeah, yes, we sure are. And tonight we've got a special friend, Carissa Starleaf, will be joining us. Uh, for our 10th episode, we thought we would choose my BFF. BFF, that stands for Best Friend Forklift. For, best Friend for about 25 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, B-F-F-A-T-Y. Best Friend for about 25 years. Yeah. I thought we could open up the show with a new segment. Um, okay. It's a new segment called, I Messed Up, Okay? I Messed Up, Okay. You didn't marry me because I'm smart, thinking it through is not my finest art. I, I messed up okay. Okay, so, you know, sometimes you just mess up. Um, like, for example, today, I put too much salsa on my tacos. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And then... For example, Derek broke the necklace I wore in our wedding using it for a sound effect on his drum set. (laughs) So, you know, we all mess up. We are not using the too much salsa on the tacos. That is not your mess up. I messed up. up. (laughs) You called me out. You said, do you want some taco with that salsa? And I took a bite and I was like, he's right. There's too much. I messed up. Okay. There was too much. Uh, But let's... I'll I'll fess up to mine, then we'll get into your real one. So you know nobody's perfect. We all make <laughs> mistakes. So one day I'm rec- I'm so recording uh, I'm recording a new record. I'm doing all the instruments. So I'm I'm playing the drums and and uh, you know there's some some people use a thing on on drum cymbals like they'll put a little ball <laughs> necklace or I think they make little chains for it. They add a little sizzle to it, so you hit it, and then the thing bounces for a while afterwards. So I had a song. I wanted a little sizzle on the cymbal. Uh-huh. So I was like, do you have any metal necklaces I could use for this? And she's like, yeah, just take any of them off the off I the mean, there rack. are clearly varying qualities well, this and one looked like price it. points of yeah. necklaces. I didn't anticipate any damage being done. Uh <laughs> So I just grab one. So wait, s- can we skip to us being in the basement and me saying, <laughs> okay. huh, what's my necklace that I wore at our wedding doing in the basement in the drum room? It's just hanging on a guitar stand. Yeah. It and was he's like, he, his face, he's like, wait, what? I remember very well our <laughs> wedding, every detail. Oh. But, uh, you know. Your face was so beautiful that I forgot about the necklace. No, so and I, the green bug crawling across well, my chest because my mom had made us bouquets out of the out of ditch flowers. This is true. And then there was bugs everywhere. It was amazing. Yeah, they were beautiful. Uh, but there was indeed a bug on you when we were. 
it was in front it of was me. right below the necklace that you broke on your drum set. <laughs> yeah, I was too focused on the bug. Well, so I've, I didn't hit the necklace, but when it, when the mm-hmm. symbol was rattling, it apparently knocked loose a couple of gems in this thing. <laughs> it's really trashed, and that's okay because I'm not really I'm I'm very sentimental about like pieces of paper and I don't know things that you shouldn't be sentimental about, but things like, that your children have made. Yeah, like it's like a cute, I think, '50s '60s rhinestone necklace that Carissa got for me. But like, so it's very special. But now I think I might keep it because now it has a good story to it. That's true. Well, you know, I could move the drum set and see if I can find all the uh, rhinestones down there, and I'll put them (laughs) back in. We've got a neighbor who does jewelry, so I'll take it over to her. Whatever it costs, fix this thing for my wife. I think this is the part in the segment where you say, um, "I messed up." Okay, defensively. I messed up. Okay. All right, so I had too much salsa on my tacos, but also I might have accidentally released (laughs) on both of our son's birthdays, (laughs) I managed to release uh, their special birthday balloons in front of them, (laughs) and they blew away. Into the ether, gone forever. The first one, the younger one, he gets grandma and grandpa bring him two Mylar balloons, and they hand me the bag masterful grandma move get if you bring two so that the yes. brother gets to have one too and there's no fighting no fighting uh so i'm holding on to the bag that i thought had the two balloons tied to it but one of them blew away yep okay this is helium so it's going straight up to the heavens now it was very windy on our older son's birthday and i found these balloons in the basement they're huge. I found them the night before. Yeah, thirty-six inch balloons. So Derek blows up these giant balloons, and got so, a little lightheaded blowing these suckers up. It took a lot of long power. But dang, maximum birthday joy. Yes, they were very happy about these giant balloons. I mean, we were loving these balloons. Yeah, we were bouncing them around after we blew them up at night. As they seem to defy gravity. Yeah, they, they kind of float. And they kind have of, a cool little boing. Yeah. Deep deep boing sound to them yeah if you're into that sort yeah. of sound stuff yeah, yeah i guess they had a boing stuff. so i don't know what i was thinking he's on okay him and his cousin are on the trampoline they're both masked there's plenty of balls on there but i was like oh i'll bring out the big balloon and we'll throw that on there <laughs> They're it's like I blacked this. out. I just don't think things through. Hey, that's all right. You live it's in the moment. It's very windy. You follow your heart. So I, I lift, the, I bring this giant balloon outside. I lift it over the trampoline cage. And I believe you said, don't let it blow away. And as I let it go, it flew <laughs> up to the height of our roof, like far, far away. The wind just swept this thing up. Oh, and it just disappeared it it flew so far and so fast down down the street behind the neighbor's garage so i ran i ran to go see and she I took find off it. at like a olympic track star it went about three houses down and came back defeated unfortunately it was okay so it was almost worth my sister-in-law's laugh because she laughed yes. pretty hard but then the next morning it's like 
in the moment the five-year-old didn't really care but this more this morning he was just like i need to get on my bike and go as fast as i can <laughs> and go catch that balloon and so whatever it takes was, we're getting that thing back he was crying at a certain point yeah hey i messed up okay okay so sue me don't sue us that one seemed a little long-winded but should we ask each other questions will you ask me questions I'm, oh, I will. I'm winded after that windy story. That was a windy story. So I released two beloved balloons on their birthdays. Uh, I'm trying to teach them that nothing's permanent. I think the birthday is a good time to teach them that. Yeah. All right. So for you, this fine podcast, we'll leave a mystery what time of day this is. It's at night. I think it's they the might only, know that. <laughs> only time we're away from our children. <laughs> They're not sitting over here waiting for our attention. Uh, I shall quiz you on one of your beloved passions, reality television. Mm, which I think... This used I'm to be not, one of yeah, your passions. I used to be really into it about 10 years ago. We've broken this addiction. Yeah, Derek's helped me get through my... moved on into the real reality television life, baby. Am I right? Yeah, that was pretty good. Big brother of <laughs> love the world. Okay, so... MTV's The Real World is often credited with launching the modern reality television genre. First airing in 1992, the show recruited a group of strangers to live in a home together and filmed the results. Sometimes wacky, sometimes sad, happy, what do you name it? Sexy. Uh, What city was the first season of The Real World set in? Is it London, San Francisco, New York City, or Cedar Rapids, Iowa? San Francisco. It was New York mm. City. I think the like the second or third was San Francisco. Okay. So you're close. Well, that was very kind of hey, you the, to say that. The Big Apple, they tossed him in and hijinks ensued. Okay, on the show The Bachelor, mm-hmm. each episode ends with a ceremony in which The Bachelor eliminates one contestant by giving all of the others which item? Is it a ring, a rose, a key or a Reese's peanut butter cup? It's a rose, babe. It's a rose, the rose ceremony. Would you have known that if I'd asked you? I think so. Oh, okay. I, but oh, I don't think I've ever watched The Bachelor. I think I watched a little bit with my mom back in the day. Did you get batch? Was it good? I don't remember. I think I didn't. I didn't like it then, but I don't know. Now I, your taste has matured and you no. might appreciate a fine hunk with the. That's some fine people. Well, what was that one we watched bef- at the beginning of the pan? Uh, Love is Blind. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Will they or won't they? Will they what? Marry. Get together, huh? Who knows? Who knows? You got to watch it to find out. No spoilers on this pod. That Saving that for our other podcast called 100% Spoilers. 100% Spoilers. Spoiler warning. Okay, reality TV star and hip-hop artist Flavor Flav opened a restaurant in Clinton, Iowa in January uh, 2011, which closed in April of, you guessed it, 2011. (laughs) Quite a run. What was the name of this restaurant? Was it the Grill of Love, the Flavor Shack, Flav's Fried Chicken, or it takes a plateful of scallions to hold us back? (laughs) Uh, the third one. Flav's Fried Chicken is correct. Woo! 
I mean, maybe I went too easy on you tonight. Oh, that's okay. You deserve I, it, huh? Thank you Take so much. Off, get I 100%. Mean, I, it's... No, you earned it. Thank you. So I was trying to think of what to write you a category about. And then our son was watching that you Give a Mouse a Cookie show. Okay. It's pretty cute. That's a great show. Um, and they were doing this like Indiana Jones sequence and there was quicksand. Okay. And I was thinking about how scared I was of quicksand. Yes. Are you scared of it? Am I currently or was I as a child? Were you as a child? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So you know, they really made that out to be like it was going to be something we'd have to look out for yes. later in life. But where do, where's quicksand? I don't know. Well, I I guess there's a lot um, in Southern California, like around this certain river, because it's like water with the sand. Anyways, so you though, actually just get sucked up in the stuff? Well... Oh, Today's to theme out. is quicksand. quicksand. I thought, wow, hey, let's do nice. quicksand. Um, I, I don't know anything about it, so here we go. So I think I was scared of it from The Princess Bride. Okay. But you have never seen that movie because <laughs> I've seen it about 800 times, and it's like a wonderful movie. I'm sure it is. But Derek falls asleep hard During if we try to watch almost it. Almost so. every movie. Yeah, he can't lay down. No, I can't lay down and watch out. a movie. 100% I'll pass out. But if I was like, you need to go take a nap in bed, he'd lay awake. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, probably. Yep. Okay, well. True or false? You can drown in quicksand. True or false? Uh, false? It is false. Um, yeah, does it have to be studies, water to drown? Studies have found it is impossible to be completely submerged in quicksand because really? humans are less dense than quicksand. So a person would only sink to their chest before they begin to float. Wow. Isn't that interesting? I mean, could you still get stuck, though? Because if you're down to your yeah. chest, there's no getting out, right? No. I mean, you you could get stuck, but yeah. you wouldn't, like. Yeah, yeah. Go under, you which drown. I think everybody's under the impression that would happen. Yeah, happen. well, that's that's quite a relief. Okay, and so... you can just sit there and scream until somebody comes and finds you. Exactly. I think more damaging than a princess, the Princess Bride, because I started investigating this, and it was okay. very common in, like, 70s and 80s movies, yes. the quicksand thing, and then it became kind of like... They didn't do it. There was two quicksand scenes in Gulligan's Island. Like, it's just like this thing that was everywhere. And then suddenly it became kind of, is campy the right word? I'm not sure. Maybe. Or it like, it became unserious because it was used so much. So you're like, hey, dude, cut the quicksand. This yeah, we got to cut that. Film. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's not put it in this uh, middle of this drama romance movie a scene where the protagonist gets sucked into a pit of quicksand exactly well okay so the internet seems to think that the most damaging scene of quicksand is in the never-ending story okay when the main character's best friend his horse dies being swallowed in quicksand and i had okay, forgotten this have you ever seen that movie I think this is another classic of that era that i have not seen all the way through no i mean i think I saw that and it messed me up. This scene messed You're me like up. You're like more like never ending nightmare. Yeah, and there are like people have written articles about how this this scene like damaged us as a generation. Okay. okay, so the horse dies in quicksand in the swamp of what? Sorrow, sin, sadness, or soup? 
sadness. It is. Hey. So the horse is drowning in its own sadness is, is like apparently like the saddest part. Okay. Is this like a metaphor for depression or something? Yeah, that's what people were saying on the internet is. Oh, okay. Okay, so I was going to write you another question about quicksand, but then I got into the never-ending story. And <laughs> okay. whose so rules the, are these? So anyways. For the first time ever, we are switching topics in mid-category. For the first time ever, we're being wild cards. No rules here on Mom and Derek's question. Oh, also, very important. They, they had factored in two weeks for shooting that scene, and it took seven weeks what? To properly train the horse to stand on the submerged platform and remain there as it descended. They got a real horse? Yes. That they're sinking into quicksand? Yeah, I think this movie sounds like just craziness Man, shooting it. Working on movies just seems like it would really suck. Yeah, okay, that You're thanks for the for segue. Seven weeks working on one scene, just like okay. Like the horse is like, I don't want to sink in this quicksand and they're like getting like, the sand. Please do it. Come Somebody on. was saying they made quicksand I read something that was like quicksand is in movies is like oatmeal and water and then ground up corks on top. Wow. Isn't that kind of funny that idea? Is, that's great. Okay. Well, movie magic. Here we go. So hey. how did the main character of the film, the never never ending story, the the human that's playing the part, the actor, okay. almost lost an eye during filming? Was it he tripped over Falcor into a sword? Jeez. Or a robot <laughs> malfunctioned during a fight scene? Okay. A horse stepped on him or he wasn't wearing safety goggles during the scene in the high school wood shop. Uh, I'm going to go sword because I, I like it. Okay. All right. I'm going to read you this little write-up about, okay, yeah. about it. Okay. So Noah Hathaway, the actor, was injured on more than one occasion while filming that movie. In one case, he was thrown from a horse that then stepped on him. But he wasn't seriously injured then. He nearly lost an eye in the final scene where he fought the wolf-like beast Gmork. During the scene, the robot that was Gmork malfunctioned somewhat and one of its claws slashed the young actor's face right beside his eye. Jeez. It was also incredibly heavy and landed on him and he completely like, he got crushed by it. He was pretty Dang. injured by that too. And so they only ever got the one shot of the scene due to how badly he was injured, and that's that's like the final cut. That uh, isn't is that bananas. Insane. That's bananas. And also, it's just like child actors. Uh, is this okay? Yeah. How about we just not make any movies with children anymore? Let's. Oh, we could start where something where it's adults playing children. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. I mean, are there as many live-action kids' movies at this point? Not really. Yeah, no. They've kind of... Every kids' movie is is animated. In the 80s and 90s, I feel like there's a lot of them. Yeah, I can't think of like any examples of movies that have come out recently with children in them. Yeah. There was like Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some like shows. Yeah. Uh, what's that one? Odd Squad on PBS. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Those kids they're don't seem like they're getting swords in the faces. Yeah, there's no swords in the face. So it wasn't a sword, though. It was a freaking malfunctioning robot. That's that's nuts. Should we call Carissa? Yes, let's call Carissa. 
Ring, ring, ring. Let me hear you answer quiz questions. Quiz questions. Quiz questions. All right. Today's guest is Carissa Starleaf. She is the co-owner of Found Informed, a fabulous vintage shop in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. She's also the jewelry maker behind Lux Debris and Neon Magic. And she also happens to be my best friend since sixth grade. Uh, well, we haven't hi. really been best friends since sixth grade, but... We met in sixth grade. Can I tell her the story about us meeting? Because I don't yes. remember when Derek and I met, but I remember when I met you. <laughs> yes. Um, so sixth grade was like a series of uh, not fitting in worst year ever of just like, uh, just brutal. Just yeah. so brutal. Like there's no place. My pants for... were a full six inches short. Like <sighs> high water. So high water. In sixth Painful. grade? Yes. Because they were in seventh and eighth grade too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, as a parent, I'm like, oh man, your poor mom kept going and buying you jeans. And then she's like, what? Yeah. They're short again? These don't fit. Yeah. These don't fit? So, at the end of the year, we did this like thing where, so we were in the, with the same group of kids, like 20 kids. Yeah, in, it was the, like in triads, our class, right? Yeah, we were in triads, so we would like we would change teachers, but we were the same kids who all happened to despise me uh, for a whole year. And then they did this thing where you got to like take a, a special class, and you like mixed and mingled. I think they were getting read, us ready for seventh grade. So I get I get this CPR class, and <laughs> it's. I I get there and uh, Carissa's there and she's wearing a ladybug like little baby doll tee and then our friend Jenny's in there but I don't remember what Jenny was wearing but uh, she was cracking us up. She kept pretending to make out with a doll and stuff and the, the, the teacher was so annoyed but it was like the yeah. first time I was like the kid laughing that I don't know. It was a moment. You know when it's like, oh, I'm hanging out with the funny gals. Yeah. It was a moment. And then seventh and eighth grade, we made each other. <laughs> we would hang out at middle school recess and bring each other things we had made at home the night before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And like collages from catalogs, wig catalogs and like old lady shoe catalogs. But with Delia's and in there drawings and spin and, magazines yeah. yep. and then um i think it's really important i mean i'm i'm assuming you'll be in a get a guest again so i don't want to give it all <laughs> away but yeah. like i think we should probably talk about the time that you were in that one hallway after school and you laughed really hard so hard <laughs> that you you peed your pants and <laughs> <in> the, fl <laughs> the floor and then you told <laughs> You told the janitor oh, yeah. that somebody had spilled Gatorade. <laughs> I think I got out of a band lesson because of that, too. Well, you had pee all over yourself. Yeah. Like, I, it's like I missed a band lesson, too. And she's like, the teacher is like, why are you leaving now? I was like, I don't know. Gotta, gotta go. There's this Gatorade situation. Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. It's There's Gatorade the flowing through the hallways of school. It's a problem. Uh, yeah. Well, so... That's just the first three years of our friendship. Two years. And wait, how old are we now? We've been friends for like 
it's a while. 25 years yeah. almost? <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> so we could do like a pretty good montage of our styles as they progressed over the 25 years. Oh, and here yeah. we are back again, baby. Yep. <laughs> yes. Full circle. Uh, Wearing the short pants again. And now I pick them. Now you prefer them. Yeah. That's the look. Derek, are you there? I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm just uh, <laughs> soaking in these tails. <laughs> these just tails just riding you, in the back seat. <laughs> you've heard 300 times. Don't think I have much to add to these uh, stories. But well, uh, should we get into some hot <laughs> questions? Well, I liked you because you liked Carissa. Yeah. You appreciated her for all yeah. of her goofs. Yeah. I wasn't like, uh, we need to ditch the best friend here. I'm the new best here. friend in town. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think genuinely, like, the yeah. the wrong dude would be very, very jealous of our relationship. So Probably. I appreciate that you're not. Yeah. Well, hey. Respect. Should we not ignore you this time when you ask if we should ask questions? Should we ask some questions? Yeah, let's do it. You go first. Yes. Okay. I shall ask. So, you've recently purchased a vintage van, a quite beautiful uh, vehicle. Correct. So, the name of the van from Scooby-Doo that Shaggy and the gang drove was the Mystery Blank. Is it Mobile, Wagon, Machine, or Hot Box? Mystery Machine. Machine. Nailed it. <laughs> a lot of mysteries solved in that thing. That wasn't That's... a high five. I need that to... I need your phone. Oh, you need my phone? <laughs> I just reached my and hand out like, for his phone five. and he gave me a little, a little baby high five. <laughs> a I mini we high were, five. I thought we were celebrating the correct answer. I know that yeah. one because if you tell people you bought a vintage van, that's a lot of people's point of reference for like a vintage van. So they'll yeah. say, mystery machine. So They're like, like, you going to solve some crime? Yeah. That <laughs> yes. are, you, are you and your husband planning on naming your van? Um, probably at some point, but I'm still like getting its vibe. Okay, that makes sense. But that yeah, sense. I think at some point it'll probably have a name. So uh, pandemic wise, you, you did a dollhouse. You yes. decided to use your time to... Uh, <laughs> You renovated a dollhouse that you got. I don't Did have you? kids, if that wasn't clear to everyone. I don't have kids. <laughs> In case you were wondering. Or just neglecting children working on your dollhouse. Yeah, no, this is and like dollhouses a... and <laughs> Don't whatever. touch my dollhouse. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not a toy. Yeah. Um, okay, well, so we thought we'd ask you a question about a dollhouse. So the Astot, how do you think you say it? Astotlet. Astotlet. Dollhouse, what he said, was created between 1974 and 1987 by master miniaturist Elaine Deal, standing at nine feet tall and containing 29, 29 rooms with over 10,000 handcrafted interior pieces. In 2015, wow. it was officially appraised as the most valuable dollhouse in the world at what valued price? Was it okay, 12? Okay, good options. <laughs> was it like $12,000, $500,000, $4.5 or $8.5 Okay, so dollhouses are ridiculously expensive. They are. Um, 
Yes, they're so expensive. Um, well, that's to a lot buy of work. It's like a make quilt. Them. Yeah. So I mean, twenty nine rooms, five hundred thousand. Eight and a half million dollars. No way! Wow. <laughs> I just figured there was no way because even though they're really expensive, like you'd think that it wouldn't actually be appraised for that value, you know, like she would know her time put into it was Mm -hmm. priceless and all the money spent on the supplies and everything. But wow. So as we mentioned, you own a vintage clothing store and have dealt with vintage clothes for many years. So vintage clothing is a term that generally refers to clothing up to 100 years old. What term is used for items more than 100 years old? Is it retro, dead stock, antique, or repulsive garbage clothes? <laughs> Watch out, America. Um, we got a comedian on our hands. Uh, I think antique. Antique is correct. That's good. That's your Yay. profession. So <laughs> We always say if it's... So our like loose rules are 15 years or older is vintage and then 50 years or older is antique, but Okay. Yeah, this uh, But I know that it obviously varies. I I found this online, so it's by yeah. no means official. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I got it right though. That would have been embarrassing. No, you did great. All right, the <laughs> largest commercially made jigsaw puzzle. Oh yeah, you're a puzzle head. <laughs> she loves a good puzzle. <laughs> Uh, I didn't have, we didn't have to ask her what she's into, by the way. Yeah. I just knew. The largest commercially made jigsaw puzzle contains over 40,000 pieces, measures over 22 feet by six feet. The puzzle is entitled Memorable Blank Moments. That is so hard to say. Memorable Blank (laughs) Moments. Even harder to put together. Is it sports, American history, Disney, or Adam Sandler? (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? Man, I put together a giant Sandler puzzle. Yeah. I'm guessing it's American history. It's Disney. Oh. This is America. Yeah. That Land makes of more the sense. Mickeys. Disney's yeah. very American. They have the cash. Okay, so um, Alice Cooper. Owned- Wait, how many times have you seen Alice Cooper? Um, I think three. Heck three yeah. times. Yeah. She's a fan. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> is the show different every time, or does he just do the same um, thing? He's always... There's kind of a... So two of them I saw were of the same tour, okay. technically, and so the show was really similar, but the one I saw from, so the two different tours were different. I mean, there's like similar themes, decapitation, the giant guillotine, yeah, um, a the, lot of that sort of stuff, but it's like, there's differences in like the set and costuming and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty cool. The stage show is actually like really well done and super interesting, and like it's very entertaining. I got to see the coop. I'm just giggling because Carissa has eccentric aunt down (laughs) to. (laughs) She's a pro. Gather around, kids. Let me tell you about the time I saw Alice Cooper. She sends presents. She sends cards, and she's got stories. (laughs) Okay, so. Alice Cooper owned a restaurant slash sports bar in downtown Phoenix called Cooper's Town, 
which closed in 2017 after 18 years, what was the motto or tagline for the restaurant? Was it schools out, come on in, feed your Frankenstein, where jocks and rock meet, or the food poisoning capital of Arizona? Um, I'm going to guess it's where jocks and rock meets. You got it. Jocks yeah. and rock. How did you know about he this likes- restaurant? I heard of the restaurant before, but I know he like he likes golf a lot, um, uh. and so it doesn't surprise me. He is co or part owner of a bar restaurant in Las Vegas that I've been to, that is awesome. Cool. <laughs> uh, it's open like really late, so it's a lot of service industry folks, and they actually serve good food, and they have an insane beer menu. Um, yeah. Dang. Yeah, it's cool. Cooper knows his stuff. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. All right. You live with four black cats. Um, yes. And you always live with four black cats. True or false. A, ro- yes. a rotating True. cast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the name of the black cat on the TV show The Simpsons? Was it Santa's Little Helper, Snowball, Princess, or Strangles? Strangles. Oh no! Is Snowball right? Yeah, Snowball or Snowball Ooh. too? Oh yeah, yeah. Snowball, snowball, snowball two was right. was I think the the long running one, but they had like four Snowballs throughout okay. the years, I believe. Yes, yes. And Strangles, I think, was like a pet, <laughs> a snake or something. Oh, oh, they had a pet snake named Strangles. Okay. Yeah. Well, Carissa, name. you have done well. <laughs> Yourself. Quite the showing. Uh, Five out of six. A lot of laughs. It's very fun. Making me a little sad that this is it. I had a lot of fun. Could you plug things? What would you like to tell Um, us about? Tell the people about. Support your local artists, makers, and musicians any way you can. Um, Okay, wait, wait. Tell us about your store. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're found and formed shop. Uh, on Instagram, that's like the best way to follow what we're posting. Um, but it's just exciting spring changes, lots of new fun clothing, and we're working on more of like a house line of different stuff that we make as a group together using uh, secondhand materials. So that's exciting to expand on that this season. Cool. Yeah, and just think about possible future events when it's safe. Yes, we got to stock up the wardrobes to make a uh, yes. big impression when we come <laughs> bursting back on the scene. Exactly. Yes, just wear whatever because who cares? Yep. I do think Why that's not? where we will land. Reinvent yourself, or just give up altogether. Yep. <laughs> or do both. Who cares? <laughs> I think. Great. I think everybody's gonna reinvent. I think people are gonna dress flashier. But I also so. more comfortable. Yeah. So I kind of feel sweatpants, yeah. but with fringe down the side. Ooh, yeah, it's gonna be yes. tough going back to jeans. I don't know if I'm gonna be yeah. strapping a belt on anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I feel like I think that's a good prediction, Mona, that people will be flashy but a little more comfortable with it and recognizing that it's like, eh, maybe I don't wanna be uncomfortable all the time and stuff that's not doesn't feel good. Yeah, I mean, I hope we can all just land at a spot where we all just wear tennis shoes all the time. Yeah. Like, what are, what are you doing? Just put on some tennies. Yeah. So, anyways. Just be chill. 
Carissa, it's been a treat. A real treat. Thank you so much for having me. I'd love to come back another time. I love the show. You have such great, interesting guests. I think you guys are the perfect people to host something like this because you know so many interesting and different people. So I love getting to hear about everyone else, too. Thank you. Thank you, Carissa. Thanks, you guys. Well, that wraps up our 10th episode of this here quiz show. Uh, Thanks to everybody that has been listening so far. This is quite a treat to do. And uh, we appreciate you sticking with us through our single digit phase. We are now officially into double dig. Wow. That's exciting, huh? We are on Instagram and uh, other social media things if you like to follow stuff. Uh, we post photos relevant to each episode, and we think we're kind of fun. I'm going to take a photo of the necklace. Okay, yeah, we'll post this necklace. We also have a photo of the balloons. You can you can uh, weigh in on if you think I done screwed up big time this time. Anyways, uh, you know, if you like this, give us a rating, give us a review. It's always nice to hear what people think of it. Uh, tell your friends, and you can always support us by buying some merchandise from RamonaMuseLambert.com. You can get a sticker, patch, or t-shirt of one of Mona's beautiful illustrations. We also Quite have tote bags. Tote bags, yeah. I don't think anybody's been using tote bags. Yeah, you haven't had to now, go anywhere, but soon now you're Now that you might be na- leaving, yeah. potentially. Yeah, you're going to be holding all your snacks that you've grown accustomed to having every 15 minutes at home. <laughs> Anyways. I got a lot of eating to do on this adventure. Actually, that's literally what I do. Okay. Yes. Um, if you have any random knowledge, you could send it to us at Mona and Derek's quiz show at gmail.com. Send us your um, facts. You're welcome to try to write a question, but we wonder if that's too daunting. So if you just sent us some cool knowledge, then Derek could turn it into a yeah. question. That'd send be that'd be fact. fun. Um, you know, like Tom Petty's dog was named Biff. Exactly. We'll put it in. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, Later, skaters.